A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they are the center of the universe. And in today's episode, my goodness, guys. People are calling 911 and lying to police. Karens are attacking people in restaurants for disobeying them. And one entitled brat gets $250,000 and she cries about it, saying it's not enough. Guys, get ready to shake your heads, subscribe if you haven't, and you can always send or link your stories to this email right here. Let's dive in. So my parents, who are 65 and 53, paid off my siblings and their partner's student loan debt as a Christmas gift this year. Now I'm very aware of how privileged I am to have parents that are able to do this for me. My parents were able to help their three kids through college, so we collectively had very little student loan debt compared to most. I think between the three of us, they paid around $80,000. My boyfriend is going through paramedic school and they're paying for the half the city he works in isn't paying. He's incredibly grateful, and he actually cried when he read the Christmas card. However, my oldest brother's fiancé was actively rude and incredibly ungrateful about her gift. Keep in mind, her student loan debt and credit card debt is so high that it became a source of contention between my brother and her, because once they get married, he'll take on her debt. My parents have been aware, and they're worried, because right now, my brother's in good financial standing. So for Christmas, they gave both my brother and his fiance the gift of not only paying off her student loan debt, which is $120,000, but also her credit card debt as well, as a Christmas and early wedding gift. In total, it was probably about $250,000 my parents gave them. Now, not to compare money, but my student loan debt was $25,000, and I was thrilled not to have to worry about that anymore. Now, the thing is, my brother's fiance couldn't even pretend to be grateful. She kind of gave a fake smile, and then she went off to the guest bedroom to cry about it. Not happy tears, but tears of disappointment. She made a massive scene, and she acted super sad, and told my brother that my parents were acting selfishly because they were worried about him, and not what would make her happy, which apparently was a particular $3,000 handbag that she wanted. She claimed she wasn't worried about her student loan debt because it'll probably be forgiven anyways, and that my brother makes enough money to pay off her credit card debt and her loan debt by himself. He makes $80,000 a year, by the way, and she makes $65,000 a year. I don't think that's enough to comfortably get rid of $100,000 worth of debt that's growing rapidly. My parents were upset, but they kept quiet about it, and I had enough and loudly proclaimed while she was in the next room that she's an ungrateful little bitch, and everyone got angry at me. My brother and his fiancé laughed, and my parents said that I didn't need to escalate the situation, but I can't handle any more holidays with someone so entitled. Oh my freaking goodness, guys, are you shaking your head at this post? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I would take a $250,000 check over a $3,000 handbag any day. And guys, I can't believe she had the nerve to cry about it too. Like, the fiancé is so stupidly entitled to not see what the parents did for her. Like, how did it not cross her mind that they basically erased hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt for her and her husband? I don't think OP's the a-hole at all in this situation, and the parents need to take that money back as soon as possible and do whatever they can to cancel that marriage, in my opinion, because if they're worried about their son's debt right now, oh boy, that $100,000 in credit card debt and loans that's paid off, it's gonna come back so fast their heads will spin. 
Alright, so I live next door to the most entitled woman ever. They let their kids roam free, do whatever they want around the neighborhood, and often they would trespass into people's backyards to use their swing sets. And if that's not bad enough, when their kids are home, my neighbor lets them scream like their limbs are being sawed off. Now I'm telling you this because I have a service dog, and my service dog doesn't like it and will bark three short barks at them, which caused the mom to finally react to the noise. And honestly, I didn't stop it. It kind of does scare the kids to hear the dog barking, but they finally stop screaming once they hear it. These kids will literally scream high pitch all day, and sometimes even late into the night. So yeah, when I hear this and my dog hears this, he starts to get visibly concerned. My dog thinks tiny humans are hurt, and I think he genuinely wants to make sure they're okay. So I let him at it. He runs to the shared fence, does a few barks until the kid stops screaming, and then he stops and lays down next to the fence. In my opinion, my dog does a better job at moderating the kids than their own mom does. Anyways, this happened again this morning. Now, let's set one thing straight. I don't mind kids playing, to preface this. But when these kids play, they're literally screaming at the top of their lungs, playing like they're hurt dramatically. The mom doesn't even do anything to try to blunt the noise, like close the windows or close the door so everyone in the neighborhood actually hears it. They started up this morning, and my dog does this thing, and the kids stop, and I hear one start to cry. And that's when the mom comes over to my house, and she's furious. I answer the door politely and ask her what the problem is. She says my dog scared her kids, and that's when I responded with, Oh, well, he was concerned. Your kids are screaming extremely loudly, and it sounded like they were hurt. They scream quite often, in fact. Hearing me say that, she gets angrier and basically says kids are being kids. I say, no ma'am, I'm a kindergarten teacher and a mother myself. Your kids are being excessively loud to the point where it's concerning the neighbors with their screaming. This level of screaming is not normal for kids, but rather a behavior that you allowed. She then got super angry and said they weren't screaming that loud, to which I responded, I can show you my doorbell camera if you'd like. You can't see your yard, but you can definitely hear the noises your kids make. She then threatened to have my stupid dog taken away if I don't back down. Now he's a seizure alert dog trained by the police academy near here, and I have his actions directly on tape. He simply barked three times, kind of like a stop it, then laid down, not a threat at all. I told my neighbor she could try, but also maybe work on her kids not sounding like they're in a Saw film. She left more angry than she arrived. I went ahead and made a call to the local pound and police dog trainer to let them know, just in case the lady makes a false claim against my dog. I think if I were OP, I'd have to make a call to the police as a concerned neighbor at that point, guys, and let them knock on her door and deal with it. And the crazy thing is, if that screeching is loud enough to bother OP and other neighbors, how the heck is that Karen mom dealing with it when she's literally in the same house as her kids? So last April, my boyfriend and I moved in together. Beforehand, he was living at his aunt's house. She knew weeks ahead of time that he was planning to move out on this date, which was fine by her because she and her husband were planning a trip to Mexico during that weekend and the week following. So cue the morning of our moving. His aunt and uncle are already in Mexico. That's when she calls him and basically demands that we cancel our plans to house it for the whole weekend because their dog needs to be let out. My boyfriend calmly says no. We've already told you that we're moving today. Now here's a side note. We're moving about 45 minutes away, so we simply didn't have time to sit around all weekend. She knew we'd be busy all weekend moving. I still to this day have no idea where her head was. She seemed to be unbothered, and we continued loading up our vehicles, and we made our first trip out to the new place. She ended up finding someone to watch her dog, anyway. An old family friend. 
My boyfriend has a sizable pickup and he was basically living out of a duffel bag, so he didn't have much at his aunt's. So after the first trip, he only had one more laundry basket full of clothes, a few personal belongings, and some mail remaining at his aunt's. When we get back to the house, however, that's when things get crazy. My boyfriend tried the garage code once, twice, five, probably ten times before he determined that his aunt told the house sitter to change the code and to lock the doors preventing him from getting his things. And yes, the woman is this petty and she always has to get her way. And no, they never entrusted him with a house key as long as he lived there. He tried calling her multiple times before giving up because she was obviously just ignoring him. We left in intense frustration after banging on all the doors, which was met with silence. My boyfriend and I then drove back to my parents temporarily because I lived five minutes away. He was hatching a plan in his head because he was sick of his stupid aunt creating drama for no reason. All because we didn't agree to give up our plans to house-sit for her. This was nowhere near the first time she's pulled something that crazy, though. My boyfriend then called up his aunt's son, who he had grown up with and who no longer lived with his mom because, essentially, she's psychotic. My boyfriend thought his cousin had the key to his old house still, but he couldn't find it. So they decided to go to the house together. And their plan was to bang on the doors and ring the doorbell for as long as it took before the house-sitter opened up. I drove them back over to the aunt's house, but made it clear that I wanted to stay in the car because this wasn't my family drama. I played on my phone, trying to ignore the knots of anxiety in my stomach. But after 10 minutes or so, I look out the window to see my boyfriend and his cousin talking to a cop. That's when my stomach dropped. I looked in the rearview mirror to see at least four cop cars parked in front of his aunt's house, and even more pulling up with their lights flashing. The conversation went about like this. The cop basically said, We've been called here on a burglary. Apparently, you two are poking around trying to break and enter this house. Let me see your IDs. My boyfriend tells police that this is his home and he's lived here for months. Boyfriend and cousin then show their IDs, both of which have that exact address on it. Luckily for my boyfriend, it kind of saved him that day. His cousin only left a few months prior and also never changed his address. The cop then said to them, So both of your IDs show this address. What's going on? My boyfriend tells him, I'm moving out this weekend and I was just trying to grab the last of my things. Seriously, I have mail sitting on the laundry basket with my name on it. The house sitter won't let me inside to get my stuff and the homeowner is in Mexico. I brought her son here to help me. The cop then knocks on the door and the house sitter is miraculously there to open the door now. The cop asked if he was being burglarized, and he says, yes, he was evicted because he wasn't paying rent, and now he's trying to break back in to steal his stuff, which was absolutely untrue. The cop says, even if that were true, he is entitled to get his belongings. I'm escorting him in to grab them. My boyfriend then got all of his stuff, and we boogied it out of there. At the end of it, seven squad cars were parked outside of his aunt's house, expecting to apprehend a burglar in broad daylight. Now, I'm not sure if the sitter was punished for lying, but my boyfriend's aunt still claims to this day that my boyfriend showed up at the door, kicked the door off its hinges, and broke in to steal her stuff. And if that wasn't crazy enough, she told everyone that he apparently attempted to set her house on fire. Regardless, we ruined her Mexico trip. Aunt's husband actually called me at my place of work the following week to inform me that he was pressing charges because my boyfriend broke their door to which anyone with eyes could see was absolutely unfounded. I hung up on him. We haven't talked to them since, all because we couldn't watch their dogs because we were moving that day. Okay, yeah, so the aunt and uncle definitely have some screws loose to be fabricating these outrageous lies. 
and all because OP and her boyfriend wouldn't cancel their plans to house it. And seriously, I hope someone ended up being fined or charged for essentially wasting police time. Like seven freaking cop cars showed up to arrest OP, all because the aunt decided to be petty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So here's a little background. This is a story about my 18th birthday celebration. It also takes place in India. To make my birthday special, we decided to dine at a place called the Barbecue Nation. It's a really nice place. So this is how the place works. There's barbecue grills in the middle of each table, and a little flag. When you raise the flag, the staff starts bringing you the barbecued meat on skewers. So since the place is usually full, you have to book online in advanced, and give a vegetarian or non-vegetarian preference for the barbecue. You could also book the place for special occasions. Now, just so you can understand the Karen's point of view better, back then in India, there were occupational groups, like the occupations required for an economy to function. These were non-hereditary, and with these systems, every ancient Indian settlement was an economy of its own. But after centuries of social degradation, they turned into the so-called hereditary occupational caste system. So for me, my ancestors were all vegetarian, and I decided to be a non-vegetarian atheist. Sorry, ancestors. So back to the story. My whole family is sitting at the table. Myself, my uncle, and his fiancée are hardcore non-vegetarians. And my dad eats non-vegetarian, but he prefers to be vegetarian. My mom, however, is pure vegetarian. Also, my aunt and I are atheists, while mom, dad, and uncle are Hindus. With that said, we've checked our reservation and we've settled down. The waiter brings our initial barbecue. Right beside our table sits the entitled mom, her husband, and her son. So as soon as we were ready to eat, I raised my flag signaling to the servers that I want meat. I took the barbecue chicken, and as soon as the woman saw that, she comes over to us and taps my dad on the shoulder. She says to my dad, uh, what's that? My dad says, it's barbecue. She then says to my dad, can you please not eat meat sitting beside us? Now at this point, I'm trying to ignore the lady and get some food inside me, as I know how serious some people take their religion here. But I'm starving, and I'm trying to eat some barbecue meat when she lunges ahead and tries to knock it out of my hand. She then tells the waiter that I will not be eating meat today. I basically give her a what the F look, and that's when she says, you ungrateful child. I just stopped you from sinning. You should thank me. I then try to say something, but she just ignores me and speaks to my dad, saying, You shouldn't pass your sinning habits to your child. He should be raised in a godly way to follow our religion. Now I'm thinking, here we go. My dad basically tells her that we're paying to be here and our family will eat what we want. She then turns to my mom and says, 
As a woman, you shouldn't tolerate your husband sinning. Are you hearing what he's saying? You should take control of your family. My mom tells her, Lady, don't tell me how to raise my kids. I'll eat whatever I want, and my kids will eat whatever they want. At this point, her husband holds out his hand to stop her, and the woman sits back down and she shuts up. We started eating in earnest, and very soon, the first servings had disappeared, despite her objections. The whole time, the woman was glaring at us while we ate the barbecue. As the waiter comes back with seconds, she literally tried to wave him away, and she pushes the meat away, knocking some onto the ground. Seeing her do that, I got furious. One thing you should know about me is I don't follow any religion, but I'm interested in the mythology and the history of them. And I've read not just the Hindu scriptures, but also the Bible and the Torah for pleasure reading. I say to the woman, if you're so into religion, why are you spilling food? Doesn't your religion say that food is as precious as the God who created the world? Hearing me say that, she had no answer to this. Her husband then steps in and takes her back amid the renewed shouting. He promises to pay us back before leaving, and we trust the guy. So we get yet another serving of barbecue, after which comes the funny part. My dad orders drinks for the adults, including uncle's fiancé. The drinks arrive, and the Karen looks wide-eyed as my uncle's fiancé drinks her alcohol. And that's when she comes over to our table, sweeps the glass away from her, causing the cup to shatter on the ground. The woman then starts screaming that she shouldn't be allowed to drink because she looks underaged, and then tries to slap her, when my uncle, who's a big man, stops her and pushes her back forcefully. They then begin a screaming match. Now my uncle's fiancé does look really young, and does have a baby face, so I can kind of understand. Finally, the woman screams that she wants to see the manager. The manager comes, and she begins a rant saying how my family was corrupting me, how my father was abusing me, and my sister, she thought uncle's fiancé was my sister, was a minor, an alcoholic who shouldn't be allowed to drink, and we also threw a glass at her. Of course, the security footage and the people around proved the entitled woman was talking BS. And when she realized this, she bolted for the door, leaving her husband behind. The husband did cover our dinner that night and apologized. In the end, the woman was caught as her husband decided to have a word with police. Now, no idea what happened to her, but I hope the entitled mom is locked up in a mental institution somewhere. Yeah, guys, I've read a few stories where people do go a little bit overboard when it comes to what others can or can't eat while around them. And this woman was absolutely crazy. Like, it's one thing to voice your opinions, but going out of your way to smack food out of people's hands and pushing waiters away, yeah, that's a good way to get smacked yourself. Like, you're in a barbecue restaurant that serves meat, lady. Like, what do you expect from others around you? Alright, so this happened yesterday. It was a really nice day out, so I thought I'd take a break from writing all my papers to sit on my porch with a nice glass of wine. Since I live on the first floor of the complex, I have a small green patch where I have a bird feeder set up and some flowers. Past that is the public sidewalk, where there's no fences, so it's all pretty open. I take a chair out the sliding glass door onto the patio, leave the screen door closed so my cats can get a little bit of outdoor air, and plop down and pour myself a glass of Cabernet. At that point in the day, the sunlight was right on my porch, so my cats were laying in the sunbeam right behind me. As I'm watching the day go by, seeing the occasional dog walk or people taking a stroll, a little kid about 5 years old or so comes into my view, trying to jump from sidewalk square to square. I hear the mom somewhere out of my line of sight say, Hey, don't go too far ahead. So he stops where he is and looks around. He sees me and my cats behind the screen, and he says, Look mom, 
Those kitties are the same color as S'more. I guess his cat is also a calico. By this point, the mom catches up and glances in my direction to see what he's pointing at. She says, oh, yeah. And then she looks over to me and her tone changes quickly. She says, what the hell are you doing? Hearing her say that, I was a bit taken aback. So I said, uh, me? Karen says, yes, you. What do you think you're doing? You can't drink here. These are student dorms. Now, these are actually just apartments unaffiliated with the university. But since they're across from the campus, pretty much only students live here, so I can see why she thought it was another dorm. I tell her I'm over 21 years old. She says, no, you're not. These are student dorms. Now, I guess the woman forgot that students can also be over 21. I tell her I'm pretty sure I'm over 21. Karen says, don't you talk back to me. Get rid of that drink right now. You can't drink in public. Now at this point, I guess she decided to switch gears on how to get me to get rid of my drink. She starts marching towards me. Her kid comes too, I guess wanting to take a closer look at the cats. I tell her, lady, I'm on my own porch and I can drink wine if I want. Of course, she clearly didn't like me talking back and she gets angry at me. The woman basically screams at me and says, I said, get rid of that drink. She continues to approach me, yelling at me like I'm her kid who won't put my toys away. By that point, the kid was on my porch looking at my cats through the porch screen. I tell her, uh, no. And that's when I take a sip. Seeing me do that gets her enraged and she says, get rid of it or I'm taking it. By this point, she's right in front of me. Her face was red, her hands on her hips, and she was looming over me like that crap's gonna work on a 26-year-old. I then stand up and with my voice raised, I scream, no, now get off my porch. By then, the cats had run off and the boy was bummed and we continue to stare down each other. And I say, I'm on my own porch. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm 26 years old and I will drink on my porch if I want. I then take another swig in front of her. And that's when the Karen smacks the wine out of my hand and it nearly hits her kid as the cup shatters on the floor. And I scream, what the F lady? She says, I told you to get rid of that drink. I scream F you at her, and that's when I shoved her and tried to pick up the big pieces so her kid wouldn't get cut, as he was wearing sandals. The kid then runs back off to the sidewalk, and she screams, How dare you push me? I scream back and say, How dare you destroy my property? Now get the F off my porch, or... And that's when Karen interrupts me and says, Are you threatening me? But by this point, I'm fed up with this woman, so I say, Yes. Now get the F off my property. By this point, we had attracted a couple of onlookers, and she finally noticed. The woman then turns around and sees a couple on the sidewalk gawking at her, as well as my neighbor sitting on his porch nearby. She looks around. Her face, which was red with anger, was now red with embarrassment, and she huffs and puffs and spins around grabbing her kid's hand and speed walks away from us. My neighbor asked if I was okay. I told him I was just fine, but annoyed. I swept up the broken glass, went inside, poured another glass, and watched some JoJo to get my mind off things. What a weird bitch. Okay, I do have one question. How the heck did that random woman just assume that OP was drinking wine in that glass? 
Like, it could have been anything in that cup. Like, grape juice. What a ridiculously unnecessary encounter, though. People need to mind their own damn business. But you know what? They can't, because that's entitled people for you. They have to police the world. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's crazy stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll post it right here. A greedy Karen wants to trespass to harvest all of Opie's fruits. And she's left with a surprise instead. Guys, go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.